Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Chris, joined by my brothers, Adam. Hello. And Eric. Hello. And we are back in the room once more to give our take on video games. And in this week's episode, we are going to be giving our take on a game that we've been talking a little bit about over the last few weeks. Uh, in the last few episodes, we have mentioned a game called Doki Doki Literature Club. And at this point, all three of us have, have experienced this game. Um, Adam was the last to kind of see what it really is. See it true. See it true. See it right to the end. So we're going to be discussing that game. Uh, but before we do that, we'll also have a, a few non-spoiler chats too. So do stick around. And then when we get to uh, Doki Doki Literature Club, we will then give a spoiler warning because we won't really be able to talk about what that really is until we give a spoiler warning. Now, if you don't give a shit about the spoilers for Doki Doki and you've you been shouldn't. listening to the last few episodes, which Adam believes you shouldn't, um, if you don't give a fuck and you're like, yeah, I just want to know what the deal is, uh, you could just hear it from us and you can stick around for the spoiler talk. Whereas if you already know or you've already experienced it or whatever, then you can also stick around for the spoiler talk and see what did we think about, about the whole thing. Uh, but we'd also love to know your thoughts on it and everything else that we bring up in this week's episode. So if you listen to us on audio platforms, make sure to touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, then jump down into the comments and give us your take on everything we bring up today, including Doki Doki Literature Club. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and click that notification bell. But without further ado, let's cue that music and let's talk about Monica. Just Monica. Just Monica. Just Monica. In fact, uh, that's all we're going to talk about today is just Monica. Uh, <laughs> before we get into that, a little while back, um, Adam, you were saying we're, we're, we were talking about Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, and it came Plus. out on a few different yeah. consoles. One of them was the Nintendo Switch, and then you brought up something very interesting about the Switch, which was shoot. Oh, yes. Um, recently, it has the sales numbers has surpassed the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. Nearly 90 million units sold world worldwide, and it's only been four years? That is fucking fifth, nuts. Fifth, maybe it's the fifth year? Yeah. And the PS, both PS3 360, that's over the course of, like, maybe eight. I know it's a seven year. It was seven years, technically, that generation, but they continued to sell them for another year. Yeah, yeah, of whatever, course. So technically like double the amount of time i thought that was shocking well it was only in the in our last episode that i found out just how recent the switch is remember i thought it'd been out much longer i thought we were at the end of a switch cycle like that's <laughs> well, why i was so um... but that's why i was a little bit disappointed with the oled because i was like oh what's the next nintendo console it's like mm. dude it's mm. not even it's only been out four years it's mid-cycle like, fuck i didn't realize that and the fact that it's reached mid-cycle and has already outsold what I'd say were probably the two most popular consoles in the last 15 years, yeah, probably. Yeah, time, yeah, yeah. Or at least that's what I would have thought until this. <laughs> this would suggest that the Switch is. Yeah, like, well, it's it still hasn't quite met PS4 numbers, because I think that's 115 or 120 million. 
Holy shit, I didn't even realize this. Did the PS4 yeah. outsell the PS3 and the, the 360? Yeah, yeah, it did. But that's not as surprising for me just because the um, Xbox One numbers aren't very high. I think they could be 50 million, I think. I'm not 100% sure what numbers they are. Mm. Um, yeah, because it was the P- PS4 pretty much won that one, didn't it? Yeah, it, it really left it in the dust. So that's yeah, not as but... surprising just because it's like not as... It's not as even, right? Right. Whereas with the 360 and PS3, it's like the numbers are they so... They were neck and neck. Yeah. They're, they're, they really they're were. Within the 80 million. Uh, that was the that was the main console war, essentially. For, for us, at least, yeah. That's like a, a reignited war, like the Nintendo versus Sega console hmm. war. I love that. I, enjoy, I really enjoyed that period and that cycle. Not only were the games great on pretty much both, but it's also the last time I properly played an xbox like i have played the xbox one and i i had had a go at the xbox series x but i mean like actually playing full games and really and making your own profile and really experiencing the console the 360 was the last xbox that i really had mm-hmm. and i had no desire for the xbox one and maybe maybe many other people felt the same way maybe that's why it had the life cycle that it did yeah but the series x feels a lot more like the 360 for some reason and the ps5 feels a little bit like the ps3 like it's kind of like oh actually maybe i want both now because i'm reminded of that era a little bit yeah they're a little, a little bit. bit more competitive too they're a little bit more competitive this time around oh, they're way more competitive i mean that's what it takes is uh, the underdog right mm. um like uh, with the with the like the 360 left the PS3 in the dust for a long long time and the PlayStation mm. was having all kinds of issues uh, not just with its pricing but games difficult to develop for there was the PSN hack there's like there's so much oh, yeah, shit yeah. that could have gone wrong like um even Valve was saying that Sony should just give up and leave the market that's how fucking bad it was um, for them um, and to see them like kind of come fighting back, but that's what it took. It took Microsoft to be the winner essentially for a long mm. time, in order for PlayStation to hit back and deliver and make some great games. And then, just the previous generation with the PS4, Xbox has been left in the dust. That's what it takes. Now you have things like Game Pass. Game Pass would not exist if Microsoft didn't lose the last generation, right? Mm. All these pro-consumer decisions that they're making wouldn't exist if they were the winning team essentially Mm. and that's why we don't see all these kind of things coming from playstation because they don't need to right what what mid mid cycle they might have to well they They might might, have to yeah fuck they might have fallen behind like people are saying that playstation needs a game pass alternative it's like do they though yeah i know i see people say that and it's like well they don't Not really. Like the, the big exclusives they are still do on PlayStation. when they lose to Game Pass, right? If if Microsoft wins this generation, mm-hmm. essentially, then Sony needs to come out with with a Game yeah. Pass alternative. But at the yeah. moment, they don't need to do that. But it's so interesting seeing that that's the fr- front, right? That's the battlefront essentially is PlayStation and Xbox. And here's this. Here's Nintendo. The been, sneaky been, switch been yeah. around <laughs> since the beginning of the the what would be the modern cons- home console generations um kind of i suppose would be the grandfather of them all and it's 90 million units what was it that uh who even said this i think it was you adam someone said 
was it on this podcast <laughs> i listened to so many that I, i'm not sure uh that like there was something that nintendo invested in anyway um and it didn't matter if they could afford to lose money on it for like the next 30 to 40 years or something and i would yeah well it was the wii u um, it was the wii u that's what it was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just but it goes to show it's like they're it might not always seem like they're making like they're making money all the time like look how much nintendo switches they've actually sold and it is because they have succeeded at being the family secondary console but also for i mean for some people they're certainly the primary console for a lot of kids they're their primary console Mm. um a lot of family homes just have it because it's like, well, it's more aesthetically pleasing. Like my kids want to play video games. I don't want them playing fucking first person shooters or fighter games on these big kind of more adult consoles. So I'm going to get them to switch because it's advertised and marketed in a more, more colorful and appealing way. So, I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? That they've actually sold a fuckload and kind of... And a lot of casual... Behind the scenes. <laughs> kind of casual gamers, people who are all, like, even, like, college students who are not into... Who aren't wouldn't be into, again, the first-person shooters would get it for things like Animal... Surely about the people I worked with in college. Yeah, I think Animal Crossing... Got Switch for Animal Crossing. I like. think Animal Crossing last year just shot the sales through the roof. Because it, beca- I, that's it, beca- crazy it became <laughs> it became the lockdown machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were just well, entering yeah. lockdown, and Animal Crossing launches with an yeah, Animal I, Crossing Switch. There's a there's a girl I work with. Uh, she's spent over like a hundred hours, possibly more, probably way more than a hundred hours on Animal Crossing with the Switch. Because I don't think you can clear it necessarily. No. I think it's constantly there's things to do in it all the time. So, yeah. it's the perfect machine for just like killing. But time. like, yeah, because you're you're working with your friends as well, and you can yeah. like go over and you can either share resources. I think you can go and raid other people's islands and stuff and take their things, and you're paying taxes and everything. Like, it's a brilliant thing to teach children. This is how life works. Oh but yeah, well look, like, yeah, and it's, it's a cute way of like doing it. It's so. a fun, harmless game, isn't it? Um, yeah. I think the other thing worth noting is that. There's never, at least at this point, there is no shortage of Switch consoles. You could pretty much buy one anytime. Like it's not a case of like. Yeah, they were a short. There was a shortage though, but I think they're after. Yeah, I think it's okay now. Yeah. You know, but like you're not gonna be, like for example, I went I went down to um, GameStop recently, hmm. just ask about the Series X, which yeah. they can't take pre-orders for. They can't take deposits for anything like that. Yeah. Um. And they just they genuinely don't know when they're getting them. They're like, we yeah. we don't know. They, it could come in during the week, and it might not. We just we don't know when they're coming. But like, there's plenty of switches there. You, you can pick up a switch. You can... <laughs> yeah. But saying that, I actually went down and asked, "Can you pre-order the Switch OLED model?" Oh, the OLED. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Yes. Sold out. Because no. oh, it's sold out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 the Switch OLED, which the, we were saying, we was going to buy it. Yeah, pre-orders we were so, are, are sold out for it. We were That's so what wrong. I think is so incredible <laughs> about this number is that like they they're going to continue to sell these. Like, why make a Switch Pro if they can continue to sell these things? And they're you know obviously they're way smarter than fucking any of us in terms of like predicting. Of the, course. The, they're in the they're in the business. Yeah. yeah. They know what they're doing. 
So it's likely that the chip shortages, like they're probably looking at that going, like, why the fuck make a newer machine that we're not going to be able to sell because we can't meet the demand? And we are currently selling this one like crazy. Let's just, you know, just refresh it a bit and just continue to sell it. Well, then we need we need to officially go back a couple of episodes ago. We talked about the Steam Deck, and I believe I I think I posed the question really was should should Nintendo be worried about the Steam Deck? I think both these points, the fact that the Switch has you know sold incredibly well and that the OLED model has been sold out, uh, no, they don't need to worry. About the Steam I, Deck. I no, I still too think they need to worry. Um, Why worry though? Not because the, they've already. I, I don't think the Switch should be worried. I think Nintendo needs to be worried because. Uh, the thing I I can kind of see a little bit of like the Wii Wii U thing happening again right where mm-hmm. people bought the Wii obviously there's you know I, don't, I can't remember how many units is that so technically the Wii won that generation because it outsold the 360 and PS3 I mean there was one in every house pretty much exactly and everyone bought it essentially for Wii Sports right Wii Sports or Mario Kart but did anyone actually like buy any software on it I don't really know how many people actually bought more games on it but um everyone bought it definitely for for the wii sports and it was cheap enough that you didn't really didn't really mind but as the generation went on you kind of started to see that this thing is just not as capable as the other two machines so you start mm. purchasing them ones and then when the wii u comes around it's like well i already have a wii and i realized that i didn't really play it so why pick it up yeah, yeah i get you so uh where, where i think nintendo need to be a little bit worried is that if like with the current switch is fine right no one's gonna go oh and buy 90 million steam decks but here's no, a no. here's an emerging product right that i don't think valve's steam deck is going to take over the industry but they're trying to encourage other pc manufacturers to build them yeah so there's these other you know there could be even a cheaper one by some another manufacturer or there could be even more expensive one but whatever there could, there's more choices I don't mm. think the next Switch is going to be able to compete in terms of raw specs to the new Steam Deck. So it's not the current Switch is in trouble, but it's possible that the next one could be. Whatever you mean the, the Switch OLED? No, not Switch OLED. Like whatever Nintendo's next machine is, whether it's a Switch see, 2 because or... I was, Yeah, I was going to say that I think not that maybe not being worried is the wrong word, right? Like I, I think like there's no need to get fucking anxious about it is what i'm trying to say like like obviously don't shrug your shoulders at the emergence of any new thing because no, you should no, keep your eyes open and, and and see what the way the the market responds to it yeah but i think the fact that this kind of thing has come mid-cycle for nintendo could actually help inform them well, what the decisions thing, see, to make for the next nintendo thing nintendo is not on the same cycle as everyone else generally nintendo refreshes their console every five years Right. So I wasn't far off. They could. <laughs> no, no, you were far off. Like the Wii, the oh, Wii okay, was okay, the Wii okay. was five years, and then the Wii U came out. Uh, yeah, but I see. I I saw the Wii U as more like a, a extension. PS4 Pro. That's the way I saw that. It was a brand new but, console. But see, that's really how, that's how everyone saw it. You see, and why it didn't sell, see, right? It's Having, probably the naming of it didn't. Yes, help. the naming of it didn't help. But the Wii U was their next console, and then five okay. years after that, the Switch comes out. See, right, so see the, Switch, that's... the Switch isn't on yeah. the same like generation as like the PS4 or the Xbox One. It's not even on the same as the PS5 and the the series consoles. It's 
kind of it's they're on their own thing so technically that's why i think people were expecting a switch pro essentially like the next one yeah because yeah. technically they're on the path like this we should be expecting the next one now but it looks yeah, as yeah, though but... that they're breaking that model yeah, like I was going, to, just going to say, you know, I think like the the Switch OLED coming out at this point is them saying, not a, like yeah, we're another, sticking yeah. at the Switch for another, another years, at least, at, at least, at least, yeah, 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 yeah. and then something might come. It, it's still be, I look, I'd be interested to see what comes of it. I'm certainly interested that the um the Switch. I always thought it was doing well, but it's doing a lot better than I even thought or suspected it was doing. So yeah, it's like it's really it could really easily. Impressive. You know, within its lifespan, I think it could surpass the Wii in sales. Yeah. Um, another topic we were going to touch on this week. I, I feel like bringing it up anyway, even though based on the way we record, something of this will probably have come out by the time this comes out. But I, I just, I, I do want to capture kind of a moment in terms of we were going to touch on Abandoned. Because the the kind of teaser reveal was uh, supposed to take place through its app on August tenth, mm-hmm. um, at at nine p.m. CET. So it was so in terms of recording it was like yesterday for us essentially. Yeah, so exactly. So like again, yeah. by the time this comes out, I would suspect that that actual well, teaser has made its way to the public, and so you know we might say something here that's null and void or whatever. But I just, I, because we were going to talk about it um, and there was that initial waiting for something to happen and then obviously it didn't happen. I, I would like to just touch on that briefly before we get on to the, the next thing. Um, did any of us even go into the app and try, try it out? Or I tried, I tried it out just before we started. Um, tried, I, yeah. I, well, well, I was working all day so I, yesterday, so I couldn't, I wouldn't have been able to do whatever I want to do. And the second thing is, I haven't a clue what app you're talking about. Yeah, I mentioned an app, but I decided to remain silent the whole time, but I was like, I don't know what these guys talking about. Okay, okay. Well, actually, just so, just so you know then, and then if anyone out there has been, you know, has totally missed this whole thing, it's possible that you have. Um, If you go onto the PS Store and type in Abandoned, there's an app, and you can download it. And on your you... phone or onto the console? On the on console. The, on the console. Oh, okay. That's why people are so like, this is, you know, this is an indie studio. Why are they getting an app to reveal their game? You go into the app and there's a little speech bubble that basically says, there's no gameplay going to be on this app. It's just going to be like trailers and reveals, but it will happen in real time using the PS5 hardware. So I wonder, is it like if something is happening on screen and maybe we will know by the time this is out, but something might happen on screen. And as you're holding the controller, you will actually feel haptic feedback from the trailer. Maybe you know, or like I I don't know what that means, but I'm just trying to figure out like using the PS5 hardware in real time. What what else could that be? Um, apart from things like vibrations and stuff like that, I don't know. Um, but anyway, everyone was waiting for it to kind of drop, and then it didn't. Um, everyone was kind of checking the Twitter page. They were saying there was technical difficulties. Uh, I'm sure by now that's been resolved. Maybe, and whatever that ends up being might end up in our next podcast. But, um, yeah, I, <laughs> I just, I just saw people go down like another crazy rabbit hole, where their theory was like, I, I, I swear to God, I've seen people say 
it's like oh no 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 this was this was it this was the this was the tease like they knew exactly what they're doing like they left us <laughs> they left us abandoned you know like they, they've actually this is all planned man then they were never going to actually drop something this was just to have us feeling a certain thing and it's going to pay off later on and so i'm like this whole thing has been wrapped up so like in so many like crazy tinfoil hat theories that it won't matter what it is at the end will it like it's no this will the, never live up to the expectations it's of the gone so far beyond everything yeah it's crazy <laughs> it is crazy I, i'm i just don't know like this can't end well for those developers it just can't end well no i yeah i think the audience have sort of just hyped this too much since we since we last talked about it have any of you seesawed with the possibility that it might be kojima or that it might be a property of kojima's have any of you seesawed with that at all because i i i have to be honest that really got me with that weird blurry tweet image. That looks like solid. That looks like solid as snake in the background. I mean, isn't um, it the twentieth anniversary of MGS two soon? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying no. I have not seesawed. Uh, I, I, if it's Kojima, fucking fantastic. If it's like Silent Hill or or Melgar Solid, absolutely amazing. Yeah. But I have seen what happens to a fan base that that relies solely on hope uh a lot of time it doesn't pay off so i will but do you think they're relying solely on hope or do you think like i mean these tweets are not necessarily like shots in the dark here you know what i mean it begins at s and ends at l and here's a fucking blurry picture of solid a snake like i mean come on (laughs) do you not think there's a little bit of like like it's not like they're just totally reading into it what they want to read into it it does feel like it's a little bit of uh uh yeah but know. there were so many other things that they were looking at and that was just them oh yeah like there's extra right? stuff adding to it yeah of course but I, I felt like there was always some grounding there like a little bit of grounding you could i mean yes yeah, people are justified to you know they didn't they didn't help things like these the devs and the marketing or whatever the fuck it just they didn't really help the, the whole situation and i don't think people are that mental to be thinking that it's one of those properties i just can't see it being that but it has to be something because of this special treatment they're getting and even uh shuhei yoshida the um I, I can't remember what position he has now at sony but he tweeted as well and he just took a sp- screenshot of the thing where it says coming soon is all it says in the banner now it just says coming yeah soon. yeah check back check back soon even. yeah check yeah, back yeah. soon just took a screenshot of that shared it on twitter and he goes hmm that's that's all he has and it's like wait who's he again he's the Sh- Shuhei, uh I, I don't know his position at the moment uh i think he's head of indie dev- devs as playstation he used to be head of worldwide studios i believe which is now Herm- see by him doing that that gives ammunition to the people who were like no no this was planned this is exactly what yeah. it was supposed to be and you're like what like what is happening yeah <laughs> again is, by the time this episode is out maybe we will know and maybe this oh, is well, a hopefully redundant hopefully, conversation considering, considering there was a lot of people pissed off that um that nothing was released 
Mm. Hopefully, there is something that's released before this gets or this well, episode is released because that just means they can kind of soften people's blows and they can be all like, oh, it's not Metal Gear Solid or Silent Hill, it's actually Doki Doki Literature Club, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, yeah, and actually, before we get on to that, either yeah. way, I feel a little bit bad. Um, if this is genuinely an indie developer, right? Yeah, which it very probably is. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're genuinely experiencing technical difficulties and they're trying to do something special and, and new and trying to yeah, be experimental, right? So I will be really disappointed in the way people are treating them. Yeah, I just put out a tweet saying, guys, take your time. I hope you sort it soon. It's, I, like they're working remotely or whatever. Like it's hard to make a game. And if these guys are not the big AAA game developers, then this whole thing is probably really challenging. If they are someone else really big and this has all been and this is a big ploy and they are kind of uh, jerking people around a little bit here, then they're just they've just pissed everyone off because people actually at this point don't like the way <laughs> the whole thing is gone. Mm, yeah. And they're going to be like, why are you doing this to us? Like, So either way, there's going to be like a negative response. And I, I don't know. Because yeah. this could just be like... Yeah, any developer making a horror survival first-person game, let's say, called Abandoned or called something else, whatever. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I was going to say some word, two words that one several S. You don't end in L, but then I couldn't think of a word that ended in L. Um, <laughs> Star Paddle or something or <laughs> some shit. I don't know, right? right. But, and Sony could have just looked at it and went, this is a really good product. We have this idea for an app. Would you mind being the tester for it yeah which i kind of thought it would be yeah like and that that could literally be it and then this is just a case of like no guys we're not a triple a game so that sounds like something a triple a game would say we're like oh for crying out loud that's yeah. this is all that it seems like so that's why i'm not really seesawing it i'm not um going back on my thinking i'm just gonna wait and see but you you are fixed then that it's still an it's a it is an indie studio and it's a it is a brand new i game. am open to both that yeah but I hope the game... That's what's, like, the seesaw thing is, like, have you gone to the possibility that it's something else, or are you fixated on your first initial reaction? That's what seesaw um, means, like, have you gone between? Sure. My seesaw is kind of stuck at level. <laughs> right, fair enough. You haven't come down on either end now at this point. No, no, no. I just, I just hope yeah. the game is really good, and I hope that whoever is developing it doesn't get, like, huge backlash. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that. They're going to get backlash, but the problem, like, I mean, yeah, you said it, games are difficult to make. Studios already get backlash. Mm. If anything, if this is a huge marketing ploy and they're jostling people off a bit, then they are almost allowing that type of behavior. Right. Or encouraging that type of behavior. Which is, you know, could really affect other developers going forward. Mm-hmm. I think it's really irresponsible what they're doing, actually. Well, that's if it's on purpose. If it's genuine way, technical difficulties, it doesn't matter, right? If it's if this is on purpose, it's irresponsible. If it's not on purpose, they've been irresponsible with their marketing. Right. Okay. I think that yeah. with their choice of words and choice of images. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll see, and hope, and hopefully again by the time it is there, hopefully we'll know. And uh, if we don't, or if it still remains cryptic, let us know, guys, 
either on on our social media or down below in the comments to actually YouTube. Let us know uh, where do you stand with all this, or if you have seen it now, are you excited by what what it is going forward, or have you lost the whole thing, or have you even been keeping up with this? Is this the first time you've heard of it? And you're like, what the fuck is the blue box thing? There's plenty of uh, videos and things out there about the whole conspiracy. It has been wildly interesting, I must say. I've really kind of enjoyed <laughs> it as well. But I, I don't. Ultimately, as it's going further and further down the path, I, re, I don't want negativity. I don't want this kind of um, hatred that I feel is boiling, is reaching a boiling point now. That it's not, it's not a good thing. I don't like that. So we can try and everyone try be nice. You don't have to buy the thing if you're not interested. And in that's the other thing. You can just. You can just say, I'm not buying it then. And that and that will actually, that'll be enough hurt, actually, I suppose, if, if, yeah. if that's your... No, instead, your... they'll probably buy it and then they'll make videos of themselves breaking it or something. Yeah, like, that's helpful to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea, guys. Wasn't that uh, a thing with the, like, the Please PS... sense my sarcasm. Wasn't <laughs> that a thing with, like, the PS3 and Xbox 360? As well, people yeah, want yeah. them literally just to break it. Well, even now, like that pisses people off about people buying PS5s and Xbox Series X to drop them out of airplanes and shit for videos. As I like, just people going, I like my son desperately wanted one of those for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're you're buying them and just fucking breaking them. Like what a waste. Uh but yeah, this whole channel's built on stuff like that. Um oh, that's really like I mean is- I don't I don't understand that if it was like it's the end of the cycle, so you don't want it anymore. Oh, look, let me blow it up. That would make more sense, but that's yeah, also irresponsible. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, just break and yes, look, you can do what you want with your own stuff, I suppose. It's a two edged sword, really. Um, but also, come on, stop buying expensive shit and breaking it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's not nice. I know, someone, yeah. someone spent a lot of time on that. Oh, man, yeah, anyway. It's heartbreaking to see shit like that. But also, if there is a good channel out there for that kind of thing, let us know. I don't know. I, I don't watch any, so I don't know what they're like. Um, okay, getting on to then our main topic. Still non-spoiler for the moment, so don't worry. We, if, you, if you're someone who doesn't want to know spoilers for Doki Doki, don't worry. Uh, hey, it's a big deal for some people. Yeah, how, do you, really? yeah, how do you talk non-spoiler? Oh, the, well, I've the talked graphics about were... Um, they um, they, I mean, they the, existed. Yeah, the animation's not bad. Um, no, I don't mean bear with me. I've already talked about it non spoiler, Eric. You've already talked about it non spoiler. So, Adam, we'd like to get your non spoiler take on, on the experience okay. now that you've actually experienced it. <laughs> I go for it, rip it apart because I, I feel like that's what's coming. I wouldn't recommend this game to anyone, anyone, anyone. I would just straight up tell them what happens because I think, okay, I think either way. Um, I, I like whether you experience it or someone tells you, I think you're just going to get the same shit out of it, right? You're going to get the same kind of, oh, that's interesting, right? Because it is interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, I, I felt it was painful to get to that interesting part. So I would nearly, yeah, I would, I think if someone just told me what happened in it, I probably would have appreciated it a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're sorry, Adam. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, say, yeah, the same thing. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, every, you see, you wouldn't know because it depends on the person. Because like yeah. most reviewers who have played it tell people that they need to experience it for themselves. And yeah. and acknowledge that the first few hours are awful. And that you're gonna have to just get through those awful hours. They're never shy about that. They're like, you are gonna hate the first few hours of this. 
but you gotta bear with it or whatever um i think if you're into that type honest. of game like yeah. what the first three hours presents itself as yeah i think this probably would be one of the greatest games you've ever played which you could be like there's plenty of people out there who are into like visual novels or dating sims uh okay yeah, if, you're, if you're into that shit if you're into that you're in for uh a treat a wonderful ride yeah, yeah. well uh, you, actually well i don't know do you get to ride i'm not sure uh but uh, plenty of teases at it but, whereas <laughs> if you're into take a shot skyrim uh you know the gameplay here is not that riveting there's not lots of choices you're Even not traveling you're, the you're not moving dead. <laughs> um, it's not even or, it's not even that interactive <laughs> no 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 it's more like a comic book that you're reading mm-hmm. maybe or a manga that you're reading with very 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 small interactions yes. at points it felt like very you know small. when you were a kid that's more what it's like. and there's like those magazines that you get and there's always like a little plastic toy on the inside of them and it's just a bunch of like coloring in and stickers and crosswords yes it's a lot like that but there's only like four pages to the magazine and the rest of it is just yeah and i think that was probably part of the aesthetic as well i think the whole thing is supposed to look a bit like well it's all colorful and cutesy and you know the music is very um and that's not not because i think the dev did a fantastic job at what he was um trying to achieve achieve essentially it's mm-hmm. more the genre, I think I'm kind of getting at. It's, it's more that type of game. Yeah, it wouldn't be for you. No. No, I don't <laughs> even know if you classify it as a game. <laughs> Actually, that was one of the things we were going we to bring up, wasn't it? It's like, would you class this as a game? a game? Eric said yes the last time that he would, Okay. E- even if there's a lack of interaction. Do you stand by that, Eric, or do you, yeah, have your, has not? your mind changed? Yeah. Oh, um, Adam, would you class it as a game? No, I okay. don't think it's a game. I'm going to say, uh, ultimately, it is a game, but it certainly won't feel like one until you're about 50% in. Okay. That's which, yeah. So a, a first first appearance, no. And then eventually kind of reveals itself as a game. But st- even at that, not a hugely interactive or hugely engaging game. I suppose it depends. Like, okay, how do we define game then? Oh God! <laughs> uh yeah, I, that's that's a good point. I, um, and at this point, like I suppose at one point it was like it's a fun thing you do, right? I mean, it's a video game as opposed to a game of say cards or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it I suppose it, is there any videos in it? Yeah. Well, no, it's it's displayed on screen as oh, in its okay, format right. is in the yeah. it's in the format of video. So I suppose it's an interactive video. And then at that point, you're like, okay, does that make it a video game? Or like, was Bandersnatch on Netflix? Was that a video game? Or was that just an interactive show? I don't know. <laughs> but then it would come down to when you have Erica. Is the game Erica an interactive That's right, because they released movie, that. Yeah, yeah. Or is that a, a video game? Because that was... on console. You got it on console, you played it on console, you interacted and made choices, and there's like a whole lot of different endings and stuff like that, but they used real actors the whole time. I oh, haven't yeah, and seen you, and or played it, so I, I wouldn't know. Um, I Well, you see, this is the thing. I would stretch to say I played it, but I had a very ex- similar experience to that as I did to Doki Doki, which is that... the Or 
almost like those adventure books where it's like if you want the character to go right turn to page whatever that is if you want them to go to left turn to page whatever so that's a game therefore yeah. erica is right erica is but i wouldn't say doki offers that but to complete doki doki you have to interact with it you have to do yeah. certain interactions to actually finish the experience I felt the amount of interaction in Doki Doki was like if my <laughs> lecturer gave me a PowerPoint presentation and I had to just click through the slides and read them. And then yeah. near the end of that presentation, I was given an exercise to do that I need to submit it. Right. And okay. I wouldn't call it a game. <laughs> that's I. Uh, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a fair. That's a fair. I mean, I do yeah, think I, a game has to have some form of challenge. Right. I don't know. Now, like the, the level of challenge, challenging. obviously. I, I've seen depends. people have to look up how to finish it. I, I I tried to do that. I had to ask Chris. Oh, okay. So, it really, you know. It, it if, tells I you, suppose, though. Like, I know, you but if you're, if you're not paying attention fully, if you're doing the... And if you don't know how Steam... <laughs> and if you don't know how Steam works, <laughs> right. I yeah. have a fucking clue. Okay. <laughs> you're like... You're like was, where are, will, the, where are the will, game files? Yeah, I went back to desktop and started clicking on that image, right-click and going into properties and being all like, where the fuck is this shit that people are telling me about? It was, yeah, only, yeah. It was only when Chris was like, oh, no, it's it's the Steam version. I'm like, yeah. oh, I could back out of this and go to Steam. I, t- I think at that, we're, we're slowly getting into the spoiler talk. Uh, at this point, we're, I kinda, we know where everyone's at. So, uh, the last thing I would ask, Adam, is did you find any of it disturbing? Because it, it gives a warning about that. No, I don't think so. I had okay. a lot of like moments where I'm like kinda had to do it like a, a double take. Sure. That's about yeah. it though. That was that was the Oh no, I did laugh at one point, but that was the extent of my um yeah. but it wasn't like a laugh as in this is funny, it was more of a oh my god, I can't believe that happened kind of laugh. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but that was probably the extent of my Okay, so My going horror, <laughs> horror. Going forward, then we're going to talk about spoilers for Doki Doki. If at this point you still haven't experienced it yourself, but maybe you agree with Adam, and maybe you're just intrigued enough that you're like, just tell me, just tell me what it is, then we're going to do that. And if you have experienced it, but you just want to hear our take on what the game really is or what the experience really is, um, then welcome to the discussion, and of course, share your own thoughts either on YouTube, down in the comments below, if that's where you're watching this, or on um, our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Brothers Take, if you're listening on audio platforms. So, I suppose the turning point, this is your last chance, everyone. Three, two, one, spoilers. The turning point is, of course, when you go into Sayori's room. Yeah. And she's hung. And um, she's lifeless. There's blood on her fingers. The screen glitches a bit. The music has totally shifted. It's more haunting. Uh, up on top of the screen, it says something like something is broken or something like that. Yeah. Um, Eric, I think that's the point you were talking about last time that left you horrified. So yeah. do you want to talk us through your experience of that? Yeah, um, I, I saw that. Uh, I then contacted a therapist. Um I've been seeing them ever since. Uh, no, not really. Yeah. But I felt like I might have to do that. Because as far as I was concerned, this was 
like supposed to be real life. So in, in in game in game, so it's like we're playing as Nathan Drake, who moved to Japan when he was a teenager and joined this literature club. Like like it was, this was all real for this person. I did not realize that it was what it was. Right. So I was thinking from the perspective of a real life person who made the choice to tell this their friend who was saying that she had depression, which like a lot of the shit she said was very like. That's that is actually how people with depression do think and how they would describe it. Like, yeah, I thought that uh, stuff was written and handled particularly well. Yeah, really well handled. It made her made her feel quite real. The fact mm. that she had this this very common uh, problem. So when I obviously made the choice of, oh no, we're just friends. I'm gonna be good friend. Yeah, yeah. Because at that time, I think that from choices, I was getting with Yuri. To then walk in and it's the friend is dead. It was like from a horror perspective was like, I again, thinking this was real. Holy shit. I just made this person hang themselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, is my choices even within this now, this reality, could my choices of what I say, thinking they could be harmless or helpful lead to that sort of outcome with someone. So I kind of lost sleep and had a bit of a, Bit of an owl anxiety attack in the owl heart. So, yeah. did you, did you, were you thinking then also oh, going forward, it's a case of I gotta like change what I said to her, but I might end up hurting someone else then. And that that's what the game was gonna be. That it's a case of juggling, yes, you know, the relationships yeah. with the friends, but what you're doing is actually potentially harmful to, to each of these girls. Yeah, because again, going back on what I was saying when I was first started it. I think we did like initial reaction of it. Yeah. My first reaction was, was it a case of getting one guy, one guy, four girls, like, and then turning it on its head and going, well, actually that doesn't happen in reality. If you know, you're growing up, you have to choose one person. If you try going for all of them, you're probably going to fucking get stabbed or some shit like, or they're going to start turning on each other. So like some twisted sexual fantasy or something. Yeah, something like that. Or getting a yeah, getting a fantasy and making it horrific. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of the idea of what, what made it very horrific. It was after Sayori that I kind of go, that, that I find actually less less horrifying. It was just that initial reaction to the initial hanging because of how realistic that is and how realistic they handled it. Right. Is what made it horrific for me. Yeah. Did you try and load game? No, you told me not to. You told me I, to- I told you to, but you'd get, you were like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow or something like that. Well, I, I clicked load game. I did see my file, but then, yeah, I kind of went no, and you told me to click on the symbols, and the symbols were intriguing me. And you I should have just yourself. tried load game. The interesting thing is if you try load game to go before that to make a different choice, it says this, file, this save file is now gone. All right. Okay. That would have been your first clue. You're like, wait, what? You know what I mean? As well as the glitchy menu and the weird new game thing, which is where the game really starts. This is where the, the thing really begins, as people yeah, yeah. say. Um, Adam, was this, this the scene of Sayori hanging? Was that the where you had your maniacal laughter, you crazy motherfucker? <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't? No, no. Was it, was it with Yori? It was with Yori. Yeah, when Yori, Yori stabs herself, which yeah. is the other kind of uh, brutal killing, I suppose, in in the game. I don't know. Why oh, I, I, t- I can't remember what it was. The her, no, not her stabbing herself. 
it was was it her bit, cutting herself her, her cutting tell? herself on uh, around a corner that's where it was just like the reason i was laughing was just like i was like this is fucking ridiculous <laughs> like it's just getting like it's i felt that it i don't know if it did actually handle depression too well actually i think it kind of pushed it into almost like superhero level fantasy sure where i i just thought it wasn't that approachable or that realistic and um yeah when the Siori hung herself i thought that that was uh obvious right i could see where that was going based on the on the conversation that was had and i feel like the responses i would have given in reality mm. wouldn't have been that because i could see where this was going and i would have right. been way more cautious about what to say but you weren't allowed to have those choices no i wasn't allowed to have those choices so like when that happened it wasn't it wasn't that shocking it was just like that's the game no but like even if in like the actual game you should have those choices monica's not gonna let you have those choices no i know that yeah yeah this is where i get fascinated by the whole thing because um every at every point where i'm like oh it's a bit stupid or you don't have enough choice and i'm like oh but because monica doesn't want you to have any choices and i'm like i really like the monica thing i have to say i i think that's where the whole thing gets really interesting for me and especially at points where it's like hey choose one of us and you got to choose one of the other girls and your mouse drags down and you go, like what the bit. fuck? And you're like, dragging, and it keeps dragging down. You're like, stop it. <laughs> and you're dragging, I thought, uh, keeps that, dragging was, down. Yeah. I thought that was you funny. If you successfully, yeah, like there is a bit of tongue and cheek in there. If you yeah. successfully click one of the other ones and then the screen kind of glitches out and then it's Monica only. Yeah. So you have to pick her. And then once you pick her, it goes back to normal. It's like, yeah, you picked me. And you're like, I didn't. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. what are you doing yeah that's kind of like well yeah i kind of like the moment where like uh where natsuki and yuri are having an argument but because the yuri isn't there to intervene their argument keeps going keeps going keeps going keeps going then you have to like click on someone's side and you keep kicking and then zooms you click and zooms click again zooms yeah. click and zooms and then it's just click one file dive it's just uh, like um monica's face just right there on the screen and it's like yeah. okay we'll go out of the room it's like what the fuck's going on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I see. I, I find all that really, really interesting. And when, the, when every time the music glitches or every time any little glitches happen on screen and then it tries to go back to normal again, uh, which I suppose the desired effect is. What the fuck was that? <laughs> you know, and the game is just like, no, no, keep playing. It's fine. Everything's OK. It's good. Everything's <laughs> fine. But you're like, no, 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 no. I just saw. No, hold on a second. What, what was that all about? Um, I was I was actually expecting every so often while playing through it after Sayori died to see like I kept looking at the background while I was talking to whoever like I was talking to expecting yeah. to see like Sayori's face like come yeah. up against the glass or something her dead face or to see a glitch of her hanging like, in the like background like it'd be haunted by her or something yeah I was expecting that but yeah. I kind of thought would have been quite nicely disturbing it would have been um, but I suppose at the same time uh, because she'd been deleted yeah she couldn't, and then every time they try to say her name, it's just replaced with fucking symbols and shit. I just think that whole thing is really fucking interesting. Um, the whole and in yeah, the character becoming self-aware is is um, it was a really it, neat way of trying it. Yeah, but in a dating sim, 
where it's like, yeah. isn't this the most boring game you could possibly play? What if one of the girls I just in it, really who you wish... can't fall in love with, is the one that becomes self-aware and then wants to kill the rest of them? I seriously think they could have gotten to that way sooner, though. I don't think it right. needed that three Very hours long build up. of normal kind of dating sim style game yeah. to get there. Um, because it did get to a point where I was I was losing patience and I, I yeah. kind of was just skim reading and like almost trying to burst through it just to get to the good bit, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if it happened within like the first hour, I would have been hooked, I think. Yeah, and I probably, I think that's a fair criticism because I think they could have still achieved the desired effect after an hour of that. Yep. Where like you really have a gist of who the characters are you have a gist of the style of game that it is supposed to be or the the, the path that the game is supposed to be on mm-hmm. before it gets, you know, changed and warped. Yeah. Um, I was saying before to you guys that in starting it myself, but knowing what it's about, that there was little clues and hints that I've seen. And it's the first, it's after the first time you've been to the literature club, you've met the girls for the first time. And they all write poems and you get to read their poems. Mm. And it's Monica's poem. The first poem you ever read by Monica is particularly interesting. It talks about a hole in the wall and being able to see him and being finally awake or something like that. And so it's that night when she, her character went home or whatever, was the night she became self-aware and she saw you, the player, not you, the character. Um. Mm. So I think that's really and ever since then she's been like in love with you and she wants just you and her. I I just think that's really <laughs> yeah, that's cool and interesting. Like, it's a good role for the the one character that doesn't get a any kind of say in the game. She isn't mm. an option. No. So yeah, I think yeah. that's she, a, so a, she doesn't have a it's good motivation for the AI, I think. Yeah, and she doesn't have a storyline, I suppose. And I suppose the thing is like the game is set up that it's gonna have multiple endings. And I think she does say something along the lines of like um, you know, the game wouldn't give me an ending, so I wrote myself one mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think yeah. that's really, really fucking cool. I think it does ask a lot of the from the player, though, by the way you clear it. If in terms of what, in terms of accessing the game files, yeah, like not, I, I like that's why I said to Eric, um, we we went to the cinema and I was like, we, we talked about it briefly, and I was like, as saying to Eric that I was really surprised he cleared it as quick as he did because oh, I right, know okay. he's not as as like kind of computer savvy so to be able to to go through that I wasn't expecting I was expecting that to really stump him if I'm going to be honest and I think I think it's designed to um, yeah. I've seen some people have played chess with Monica on their computer and some people have kept Monica there for months <laughs> and they go in and she's like, so how are you? How are you now? And all this kind of stuff. And it's well, just like, so it goes, on, it goes on forever. Well, she's, yeah, she just stays there until you delete her. Like, yeah. You know, but you know, I, I, this is the spoiler talk. So <laughs> yeah, um, that's how you defeat her, by the way. You have to delete her. Uh, and she's wonderful, by the way. Monica's wonderful. You can't say a bad thing about her, really. She's great. No, there's nothing wrong with saving one of your, she does. She does. She does, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she sings you a song. She sings you yeah. a song, sings you a song. Yeah. She's the only bit so of voice forces... acting. I thought that mm-hmm. was really interesting is that by the end of the game, then the game just deletes itself. So the only way you can play it again is to reinstall it. 
yeah you see i think that kind of stuff is like the guy has clearly done some really interesting shit yeah. in terms mm-hmm. of a concept and i think you're right the biggest problem is the very long build intro yeah, yeah i'd be really interested to see what his next game is um that's the it's thing it's clearly I, it's not going to be something like this because it's like it's done right it's, yeah you can't do a second yeah. one of this no no um so whatever he plans on doing next i think is He's, he's a guy to keep an eye on because I think he has um, Good not that it's like huge potential because he's clearly doing okay with this one but I feel like he has more in him you know to do different types of games not rather than just these kind of clicky novels yeah I would imagine he's an innovator I would imagine that he wouldn't be interested in doing the same thing twice no do you know what I mean like previous to this, he made some complicated level on you know Mario Maker or whatever that yeah. that got him kind of known a bit. But that's a platformer game, so he played with what he had and he got the most out of what he could do. Then he used this um, app thing to make this. Can't remember what it was called. And he touched base with two artists to help him out with some of the artwork, and he got the most he could out of that in terms of like what can I make it do? How much movement can I actually get out of it? Uh, I could do glitches to make this interesting. I can do my own music and fuck around with the music and use that. You know what I mean? Mm. He got as much interesting as he could out of that thing. So whatever he goes on to next, I do feel like he's interested in like, what can I get out of what I'm playing with? Mm. And that to me is actually behind abandoned. Oh shit. (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) I'd be interested to see what the console version is then, because like you can't exactly go into a console's files and delete you know characters from the game yeah i'm curious as to how they they must like how they do that they must have like an in-game kind of interface like a, a mock interface nearly yeah possibly what did monica call you guys uh talking to you my name yeah same like was your your character was called adam yeah but does your do you have like a stream name or so or like a a steam name i should say I do, but did she, she use that? No. Okay, so this is why a lot of streamers have gotten a lot of interest and shit out of this. Okay. When people are streaming the game, um, so say say I was streaming, right? Uh, mm. Ludo Chris might be my stream name, but Chris is the name of the character. At that moment when she's talking to you, you know, in the floaty classroom or whatever, uh, she would say to you, um, I'm talking to you, by the way, not you chris you ludo chris right which you've never typed in at any point so if you're streaming it it reads your stream name and then feeds it back to you and that usually freaks a lot of people out and then she goes um oh you're recording me aren't you how is everyone hi guys it's me (laughs) monica and she starts talking to the audience then if you're if you are streaming it but she so she has like optional dialogue depending on certain things that you're doing with the game and i think that's also very very interesting i think yeah, she tries to do a jump scare too this is i suppose that like it's a pity it's in this game <laughs> but um, yeah, 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 it's yeah. it's you know when's the last time you got that kind of fort wall breaking um, well i always think of kojima it's why yeah, at one point we we're talking about kojima and i was like it's funny as mention him because i was thinking about all this monica shit um yeah before but it probably is that probably like that probably is the last or like PT kind of stuff is probably like the last time 
that there was any kind of experience like this. Adam, you've said that you wouldn't actually recommend this to anyone to play it. They should maybe just like listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> but Eric, would you recommend it to people? Do you think they should experience it for themselves? Um, I have recommended it to someone. Okay. But he is into anime anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's, I... He is an introvert as well. So I kind of thought it would actually it would work well for him. But I did ask him, do you get disturbed easily? Because I'm like warning him that it does get disturbed. But yeah, see, I kind of, it would depend on who I'm talking to. Because I know another guy has PC, uh, plays Steam, and I wouldn't recommend it to him. Like, I think most people I, ha- I know who have, like, PCs and stuff, I wouldn't recommend to. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that this isn't, like, universally for everyone. No. But I do yeah, think some I was, people... I was really shocked by the ratings of it. Right. Do you think it's rated too high? Definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, do, I just do you think, think that... a lot of them at the beginning though? Like people are like, "Oh, a free game, I'll try it out." And you go, "Oh, this is kind of fun and quirky. Yeah, see it out." And then, what the fuck? And then they get to the end of it and they go, "Holy shit, that was way more mind bending than I was expecting for some free dating sim." Maybe, but even at that, like even after going through that, and you know, I did think it was really really interesting concept and how you go about clearing it i thought it was was something i haven't i haven't experienced before i thought that was really really innovative and interesting mm-hmm. i still wouldn't rate it that high and i still wouldn't recommend it to anyone so i'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, so I'm, to I'm anyone <laughs> so i'm wondering like who's rating it you know is there is that a a, a good representation of the actual like is or is it just people who would be into that type of game are the only people who've rated it possibly well that's why I'm, that's and... why i'm surprised like because you, yeah. you never see that type of rating for anything yeah do you go in and rate something unless you are passionately one way or the other about it or do you just like leave it do you know what i mean um... like go in and physically do something so unless you love something or you fucking hate something do you actually go out of your way to go in and rate anything games probably not actually uh well i i think if i was on steam more often i probably would uh because i think steam actually offers a good way of like kind of leaving a review and rating yeah uh, being like a community and stuff but play on playstation like how do you even rate a game other than just giving it a thumbs up how do you actually rate a game on playstation well like you know like what people were doing with the last of us sort of going on on yeah whatever, you see i what was it on you get, leave a review or yeah, you see, I just don't think there's a dedic like on IMDb, for example, for films. I I do actually rate it nearly every film I I watch. So, you know, I I've even if it's like a six or a seven or whatever, I do go in and leave those star ratings. Um, but there just isn't really an aggregated platform like that for games. I feel so. I do leave those reviews on games on IMDb, but I don't think that's the right platform for game reviews really so no probably not i just don't think there is one like on steam you can you can rate well i'm just surprised that there isn't a more balanced review for this game eric do you think this game is rated too high um what is it always just there is it just five out of five for all the ratings is it it's pretty yeah it's overwhelmingly positive yeah yeah oh i would not describe the game that way um I did not come out of that with a positive mindset. Uh, uh, yes, 
even though I really enjoyed the game and I actually was slightly tempted to play the game again. I'm not going to lie. I actually oh, there you go. Game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would reckon that that does seem a bit too kind of... That's 9,000 hmm. reviews, by the way. Yeah, so if you have 9,000 reviews and they're all saying that it's overwhelmingly, positively fresh. I think it was 9,000. No rotten tomatoes here with this 900. one. <laughs> it's still a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It does seem a bit like, are they are they rating it that high because they knew what the game was and they're just saying it's that high because everyone else is and they want to be that one person that says it's not good? Or are they saying it's that high because that's that is exactly the game they wanted? Or you know, is there a level of biasness to it? Because if it's nine hundred or nine thousand, it's still a lot of reviews that it's not that balanced. I feel like there's a general uh, internet community around this particular game um, that feels like, and we not we might not resonate with it. Some of us might, but some of us might not but that the general consensus is that everyone should experience this. Not everyone should play this. Everyone should experience this because they're just thinking this, like the whole twist and the way it plays out, it's like, it's fucking mind blowing. Everyone needs to experience this. So as far as they're concerned, it's like, I need to rate it high. People need to see how I rate it. <laughs> I have only positive things to say about it. You Get need it to play on this. all the things. Yeah. You need to play this game. And if someone goes, what's it about? It's like, I, I it's a dating sim. I'm not telling you anymore. You have to trust me and play it because they just want people to experience that side of it that it comes to later on. I also wonder, you see, this is the thing. The game had to put in a hook, right? How many people would have gotten to the messed up shit if it didn't have that warning at the beginning? But by having the warning at the beginning, do you set yourself up for expecting something different to what you get? I'm curious Mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, yeah, it is a bit... It does go to fucking 11 doesn't it like not just in terms of the violence but even the language that's used yeah, at yeah. certain parts it's a bit and and some of the things they say like i i end up screenshotting some of them because i was and i sent them to peg and i was like this is how it has become now and it's like yuri talking right. about what she does to herself with your pen and stuff and it's like fucking hell um yeah, yeah. it gets yeah. it gets pretty uh pretty rough pretty, pretty rough so i i think you could maybe expect that type of stuff from that warning. Maybe not the depressive self-harm, but perhaps kind of violent, you know, questionable sexual stuff, maybe, from that message. Yeah, disturbing. Maybe. Yeah, if you're disturbed easily. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would be interested to see how many people... Because uh, I, I, out of the options, I did also romance or try to romance Yuri. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So I'm interested <laughs> in how many people actually did that. And my reasoning for it, what would be your reasoning for romancing Yuri? Yeah, well, I, I think it was interesting because I suppose it was just like your most interactive part of this game is picking some words while a nice little beat. Yeah. To be honest, I was just jamming to the beat, to be honest. I was like, that's a cool song, bro. I like your music. Uh, <laughs> but I was, um, it is a fucking cool song. Uh, it's cool synths in there. So I was like picking words that I liked, I essentially. Yeah. I was like, I like that word. It's like, I kittens as a word like i like real kittens but kittens as a word is not as interesting to me as like void and emptiness those are cool dark kind of broody words i like Mm. those kind of words so i suppose in the beginning i was picking those kind of words 
because I was like, those are cool words. If I was writing a poem, I'd rather see that in a word than, than fluff and cotton and candy floss. Like I wouldn't like a poem like that at all. Yeah. And those are the words that Yuri reacts to. So in that sense, you're automatically kind of drawn. To. You're, you're drawn. So it wasn't, I, I wasn't playing it like trying to get Yuri. No, yeah, I yeah. was just picking the words that I thought looked cool. Yeah. And then that meant Yuri. But I don't know about you guys. Uh, well, I I didn't pick the empty and void ones because I was like they're too depressing and dark. I'm not going with them. Uh, I went I went with things like disastrous and <laughs> yeah, apocalyptic. <laughs> no, uh, adventure <laughs> or the stars or or something that's quite out of body or out of world experience or something like that. Some grand and amazing starscape and kind of quite. You know, can be quite metaphorical, I suppose, with it. Kind of like empty and void, but not um, not as depressing. Uh, and Yuri went with them as well because they were very fantastical words in a fantastical setting in the poem. So Yuri mm-hmm. went with that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, Yuri's responding quite well to that. And then other words I chose to Yuri responded quite well, but most of them was Yuri. So I was like, okay, well, I'll stick with Yuri. And Yuri had that kind of shy like, sense to her. So I was like, okay, well, I'll stick with Yuri because so Yuri was my friend or the character's friend or whichever so mm-hmm. it's like nah boy like that's like brother sister thing we're not getting into that category of films filmmaking um so and then you had natsuki who was just being a little fucking bitch not <laughs> <laughs> <Got> her <laughs> yeah i didn't quite understand how the romancing system worked until maybe the second or third time you're kind of doing the poems Right. Yeah. Right. Um. But when I did figure it out, I was like doing everything in my power to make sure that I it's Yuri. And my reasoning for it was because Nasuki just looked incredibly. Now they're all underage, but Nasuki was incredibly underage. And whatever fucking way this goes. Right. You were like, I don't know where this is gonna go, but I don't want it to get too fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> so... you, you already know at the beginning that there's a disturbance warning, so you're like, I genuinely this could go anywhere, and I don't want to fucking protect your innocence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. come on, you're, yeah, you're stay young, stay young, will you, Jesus? Yeah, it, yeah, the whole thing is fucking yeah. strange. It's a strange, strange game. Um, it's interesting. Like a lot of people have actually resonated with a lot of the. I've seen that on the online community. A lot of people have resonated with a lot of the stuff that's written in the game. Um, and for some people that is the side of things that maybe they find uh, disturbing is that some of the stuff they're like I've either experienced that myself or I know people who have gone through these kinds of feelings or things and in that sense um, it was touching on something that's scary in a very real way before it gets to the kind of more supernatural kind of scary thing of the the evil ai that is monica monica needs to be i i you know what i want to add her to list of very interesting video game villains uh whether this is a video game or not i think monica is a fucking because she's so like i'm the president and i want things my way and like she's like she's like a spoiled brat who's like 
oh, I don't like the way this is working out, so I'm manipulating the code and killing all my friends till you're living with just me forever. As I think would you, she's uh, kind of scary. You, would you put her on your suicide squad? Remember we did an episode of getting video game characters together? Hell no, but she's <laughs> probably who they're trying to kill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, she's more villainous. She's like om- omnipotent. Like She can control the she's entirety like, of the uh, digital game. Gladys of it, isn't it? it like from Portal? That kind of like that. But yeah. I also mm-hmm. think of like the matrix or something and the, the ai who yeah, becomes a lot self-aware of, yeah. and you yeah, know what i mean kind of cool to see him do uh an interactive matrix kind of story or something wouldn't it that'd be pretty fucking cool actually yeah, it would it would fit it would work yeah i definitely got a lot of that out of it. um that's the shit that interested me the most to be yeah. honest was that kind of weird shit and like just thinking about the concept of um as if those first boring three hours are the game that you bought or that you got for free that you went to play um that's supposed to be the game and then the villain fucks with your game and fucks it up and that's not supposed to be the game but they've totally ruined it they've totally destroyed it for you and they're just trying to get out of the screen and get you they're out for you until the whole thing needs to be deleted forever and i do like you were saying earlier like that's such a cool thing that you have to re-download the game if you want to play it again because it actually deletes monica deletes it yeah it from your itself. computer yeah like it's still <laughs> all, it, that's yeah really it's still cool. there it's just that so many of the files, files and packages are deleted that the game can't run so yeah uh, that is interesting what was your reaction actually uh both is to when sayori is gone and it's the first time you get back to the main menu again with those weird symbols for new game and Sayori, where she used to be, has been replaced by this amalgamation of the other three girls. Was she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's... Okay, so there's I an image there. Now. Yeah, there's an image where the four girls are supposed to pop up. Yeah. And where Sayori normally is, she's now just a mashup of the other three girls. Because the game is trying to... The game knows that Sayori supposed to be there, but hasn't got the Sayori character file to put her there. So it was just using assets from the other characters to fill in that... the void. For me, it was... That didn't happen for me, actually. It must have. It has to happen. No, that's, for... that's... Well, for me, Sayori just wasn't there. Like, it was just a missing... The character was missing. And that's how I knew that if I click on this, like, weird jumbled up text, that yeah. it's, it is something different. It's something new that's going to happen. Well, that's fucking interesting because it was just it was just the it was just these three girls now rather than the four girls. Yeah, because that happens that happens again at the very end when Monica's deleted, and you get the other three. Unless it did, but I just didn't recognize. But I I had a that's how like it was very clear to me that if I click essentially continue, whatever it says, um, yeah, yeah, that it is going to be playing the game essentially without that character in it. Mm. The, 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 only, the only other thing I kind of want to ask, get your takes on, um, because I do think that, like, the whole conversation of, is this a game? Uh, w- like, what is it? Is mm-hmm. interesting, but it's been classed as psychological horror. Is that fair? Is it psychological horror? Uh, Eric, I got to come to you first. I, I would say yes. Yeah, okay. Psychological Give us... horror again. You're dealing with Sayori has depression and she hangs herself. And then when you meet Yori, she goes like psycho possessive over you and starts cutting herself and everything like that. Um, which are two very real problems. 
it can be even, for people sure it can, yeah they're real you know they can be real problems especially like quite common in young people more so the cutting and the very being very possessive more so the hanging themselves but depression is a huge problem mm. it's rampant throughout many people of all ages um so you find so that to be the scary thing though and not the like crazy glitches and and weird kind of glitch outs of shit you find more like the the content of like the mental re- illness yeah, and depression the, the, you the, find the, that shit scary well yeah because that's what i said at the start of this conversation when you first see sayori hanging herself and i wasn't aware that this was a game like that they the content of all this was a game and these were video game characters like, again i was thinking this was like reality and the real idea of someone seeing their best friend fucking hanging from the ceiling yeah yeah is incredibly disturbing especially yeah, yeah. again they were like what they're all supposed to be like 16 or something they're all supposed to be teenagers yeah or whatever so yeah it was that side of it that i thought was really disturbing so when mm-hmm. it got to like the stuff where it's like yori's cat cut herself and then she's talking to you and her eyes are all fucking crazy wide and then as she's talking you get to start to see monica come through the screen <laughs> Almost, i love that <laughs> like like that's really good that's when you start to go Okay, Monica's fucking something going on here now. Monica, I'm right? sus. I'm sus about Monica. I'm sus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Monica's the imposter here. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that stuff, no, not not so much. Okay. Okay. Cool. I can I can sleep fine with that and giant baby fetuses chase me down a hallway. But fuck me, everything else. No. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, Adam, then, um, would you class this as a psychological horror? Don't know. Um. Like psychological, like um, I can't even think of a psychological horror game. Maybe Layers of Fear is a psychological horror to me. Oh, def, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. So I don't know if this is like kind of this. It's not the same level. Like I didn't no. find this scary. I found this interesting, mm-hmm. and there's some stuff in it which I found really. What's kind of weird with it is that like the the language that's used is more disturbing than the content of the game, at certain okay. points. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and this the... goes to show that people can are totally fucking different when it comes to this stuff. Well, it's just what she what she ends up saying is so out of character that it's like what the f-? it's almost like you're possessed or something, right? It's like the mm. way she's talking. It's almost like the Exorcist, you know the when she's like saying shit to the priest and stuff. It was almost like that kind of dialogue. Um, but then when when it's revealed of what happens, I I just find that that was more interesting than it was scary. The hanging was certainly a really disturbing image. Uh, the cutting and the stabbing were really disturbing images. Mm. But I don't know if I would classify that a psychological horror because it's not happening to you. And I get the you. characters, you know, and then when it gets revealed that they were essentially pushed towards that, I felt that kind of undermined their kind of feelings their depression or whatever it's like as if they were written off to do that nearly right okay whereas if it was you causing them to do that that's a psychological horror in my eyes which is why eric was afraid of that it was doing exactly yeah if it it was that then i would say it's psychological horror but it's more of a sci-fi horror i think yeah okay i'm gonna go with i think it is a psychological horror Certainly not on the same level as Layers of Fear, right? Like, it's not jump scary or anything like that. You're not going to get, like, 
uh, fucking you're not going to turn a corner and be like i don't want to open this door i don't know what's <laughs> going to come in. it's not like that right but i think there is an element of it's messing with your head and then in and there is some disturbing imagery in there i suppose mm. so in that sense it's certainly not you know it's certainly not action adventure or <laughs> or comedy or any of these genres so i think it falls lightly on the horror side but i do think there's a psychological element to it particularly when you see, for me, the whole thing was, and I suppose, you see, my initial experience of it was different to you guys because it was actually watching a stream of it. Hmm. I don't know if I did myself a disservice, but ultimately I was watching people, a group of people who were like, like, for example, them trying to click the name and then their mouse dragon fucked with them big time. <laughs> and as a result, I was like, oh, that is fucking weird. Because they were like, what the fuck is wrong with my computer? You know what I mean? And the whole thing was like, it's messing with them the gamers not necessarily your character in most horror games your character is getting is in a scary situation and then because you have to do it you you resonate with that fear yeah but in this case it was actually monica is not fucking with the character monica is fucking with you the gamer Mm -hmm. and so in that sense it was a little bit psychological where it's like like what why does my game keep glitching out why is the game freaking out why is that character gone why are these like what the fuck is going on with this game um and i did say before that i found myself like staying up late at night thinking about it it wasn't actually that i was like scared of the game i just couldn't get the concept out of my head i was just like that's fucking crazy that it was the lamest fucking game ever (laughs) right realistically it was the lamest idea for a game ever and then (laughs) turned completely on its head into one of the most interesting concepts ever that if if that concept was in a game with more amazing gameplay i would be right up there with the crazy reviews because the concept is fucking solid well it's kind of it's it's almost like my head it's almost like the um, Arkham Asylum, but like pushed further. Right. right? Yeah. It's, yeah, the, it's, it's yeah. a lot like that. Yeah. It is. So yeah. first it's, it's it's Bruce Wayne's fear, then it's Batman's fear, and then it's the gamer's fear that the whole thing crashes and you have to start the game again. Yeah. Ah, God, the amount of people who turned off their fucking consoles to reload that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Game crashed. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of like that, but then they kind of push it further because that becomes the rest of the game. Yeah. that's a good that's a good bombshell that you dropped there actually yeah, yeah that's i think that's a really good comparison of what the game kind of is it's that scarecrow moment for the second 50 percent of the game the first 50 percent of the game is something you is don't want to play though for me it was like i don't know like i i don't know what's what is the exact breakup i don't know well i like i felt i, I, I was I definitely thought it would 60 percent it took six, me six hours to clear right yeah right. And it was easily maybe four, four hours maybe before I had to click the go again button. I'd say. Okay, so maybe yeah. there's, maybe it leans more, the other direction. That's why I think like the the front end of it is so so long. It's too long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's too. Long. I think that's the fairest criticism that can be made about this particular yeah. experience is that the the build up, although. A build, uh, I think a build-up is necessary to yes. achieve the result that he's trying to achieve. Yeah, I like would agree that the build-up is too long. Those characters yeah, and what their poetry looks like. 
on yeah. what the game is supposed to be before yeah. it breaks. Because yeah. don't you do it like three times before Sayori hangs herself? You I, make you do three palms. So. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So like they could yeah. have really just done like two. I think two would be fine. That the third well, you one could do it a tree, like... but you could probably do them like you probably get through it like much quicker. Like it, it, it kind of does. A there's lot a lot of... of dialogue between. Yeah, there's a lot of things that happen in between in terms of especially. I'll go. It's like I walk home with you, and then we're discussing when we're walking home, and then it's the next day, and we meet up again, and we go back in, and then there's oh, I'm going to talk to Yuri, and we're going to read a book together. She recommends a book to me, and then we like read it together. I'm flicking it and stuff like. Like, there's a lot of, like, we could definitely, definitely sum most of this shit up. <laughs> Did any yeah. of us think that because you knew it was going to be somewhat of a horror game in some mm. respects, did any of you think early on that Yuri's book had something to do with it? Because she was talking about, um, like, the book itself was about, like, some kind of experiments and stuff done on people. She I... was reading a horror book. I think it was The Eye of Something was the name of the book or something yeah, and i was I, like hmm. i had so many theories so i had i had the book was a theory yeah. i had the theory of again was this gonna be something like it gonna become misery or something <laughs> yeah like they're all like the girls are gonna turn on themselves or they're gonna even start like torturing you or something to make which is it kind of is yeah yeah but like to actually like you know they start doing something to try get an answer out of you it's like which one do you like more and they're fucking all like so that was a theory in my head then there was like is fucking monica's piano playing is that affecting us or something like that like is she doing some weird well, that's, like you're not say- the first you're not the first person to say that yeah but was she doing some weird seance yeah. thing or something yeah um, was she, like and then the, another thing that came to head was has the main character deleted sayori from his memory and is just pretending she doesn't exist anymore in a, co- in a like a coping mechanism, yeah. In like a, he, this person's right. actually crazy, and he's kind of going to end up killing everyone off just so he could be with Monica. So it's actually almost the other way around. You know, you're thinking like the old, oh, maybe the player character is like a psychopath. Yeah, kind of something yeah. like that. Or even yeah, was it a coping mechanism? And he just deleted her from memory, and it's like, oh, so you're, oh no, she doesn't exist. Nope, moving on. That, uh, that, and that's another cool theory. Um. So Adam, did you have any like theories leading up, or were you just like, I, I, I don't have any thoughts? I kind of felt like Yuri was a bit fucked up, and that was about it. Yeah, yeah, that was the only one I, where I was like, I feel like she's the misdirection on purpose. Uh, she's given the darker hair, maybe. she's into horror, she keeps talking about the creepy book. Yeah. Um, she's the because you know that it's going to turn into a horror, but there's no hints of it, mm. and she's the one that says she really likes horror. I do think she's kind of a a red herring in a way where you're like, I'm kind of weary of her. And also Talks if about the knife as well, I feel really like m- up shit, doesn't she? she does. And most people I, I've seen to notice, I think most people end up romancing her first. And therefore the game seems naturally inclined that you, it heads you towards her. And maybe then you're thinking, Oh fuck. Like this is, this is heading me with the wrong person. But, and you never think until later on, obviously it becomes very clear. You're at the end, certainly at the beginning, you're not thinking, Monica, she's the monster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, not the only one with a, your first talk with a Western name. Yeah, I actually I saw an interview with Dan Salvato, and he said that while some of the characters had different iterations and different names at points, mm. Monica was always Monica. <laughs> he was like, there was just something about. It. He's like, I knew I wanted to call her Monica, and he said, and I always knew that line, just Monica, was going to come up. 
There was just something about it that stuck. And I think it is a really good, and it has like, yeah, it it's become, memed, a, didn't it? become a tweet, just Monica. Um, so thank you, Monica, for giving us this experience and for keeping me up all night. I really appreciate it. <laughs> really creepy right now if one of us still had her on our console and she just ended up saying thank you Chris alright <laughs> 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 but guys we'd love to hear from other people if you've experienced Doki Doki Literature Club or if just from listening to this chat you've kind of experienced us spoiling it and you've thoughts on what you've just heard like what the fuck or that's kind of cool or whatever you got if you listen to us on YouTube then jump down in the comments below let us know your thoughts on Doki Doki Literature Club what were your theories about the game? Do you like the game? Would you call it a game? Is it scary or disturbing? Or, or what, are you, what are all your thoughts on it? Or if you're listening to us on audio platforms, you can also touch base on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take. Again, to let us know your thoughts on Doki Doki Literature Club. That will finish our discussion for this week, but we'll be back to talk about Monica next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>